Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, 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 Marvel Image. We create our own realities and words. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, 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 everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat miniseries. <laughs> a little slow on the uptake there, Rich. I was. Sorry, we're recording this at 1130 <laughs> in the morning, and it's way too early for him. But uh, yeah, so welcome to our Geek Chat miniseries. This is issue four of our six-issue miniseries. Uh, we're taping during our off time, um, in which we're retooling the show, trying to get some stuff uh, ready for you guys for our grand return on August 8th. August eighth, um, six p.m. on MixLR Live. Um, that's our podcast, and then we are also going to be doing a Facebook Live um, show as well. Yeah, that you can, us. I know that you can find us at uh, Facebook, uh, the group, the Geek Chat Facebook group. So you can go there; it'll post it, and everything will be great. Um, but that's if you want to watch it live. And again, that starts on August eighth. So please stay tuned. You can also go by the Geek Chat. Uh, dot com. That's our new website. It's still in, it's still in, I guess, beta testing because we're I'm loading stuff to it, but I'm also trying to update all of the uh, the older stuff and load that on there as well. So, so you're the master of it. I am the web master. So you're the masturbator of I'm it. I'm the masturbator of the web. <laughs> I feel like Peter Parker all of a sudden. <laughs> Ooh. So right. uh, without further ado, let us begin to review these comics that we all love so dear. Well. I don't think you love this one so dear. I did not. All right, so let's get it started with Hail Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, Rebirth, number one from DC Comics. Writer, Robert Vendetti. Artist was Ethan Van Siver. Colorist was Jason Wright. Letterer, Dave Sharp. The cover was Ethan Van Siver, and the variant was Carrie Nord. I like that cover. Too. Yeah, I like the Carrie Nord cover as well. So you did not like this. I didn't. This I want to start off by saying I did not like this. It. Should have come out before the Green Lanterns, like DC. What the hell are you thinking? One hundred percent agree. Why Why release this book, which is the almost, it's almost like a re, a retooling or the beginning. Like it is a rebirth of it's the a, Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. And I mean, so he forges a new ring. Spoiler alert: everything on this podcast is going to be spoilers. But so the whole book is is trying to fix DC's really bad uh, New Fifty Two version, where he no longer has the ring and he wears this gauntlet, the gauntlet, and it turns him crazy. And well, it's he's becoming part of the Green Spectrum, yeah. which is willpower. And so this is what we're seeing in this issue is he is losing himself into the, I guess, the emotional spectrum, yep. the, the green portion of the emotional spectrum, which so, is kind of funny because didn't that happen to the Flash and the Speed Force? Uh, yeah. I love that everything has energy. My my chi is 10. It has energy. And, and chi smells pretty bad, too. You know what? <laughs> But so, I did not like it. You did not like it. I this. did not like it because it just really seemed to completely jettison everything that had come before. Not saying that's a bad thing, but everything that happened to Hal Jordan in his new role with the gauntlet and everything just completely jettisoned. And it well, seemed like isn't that what we want? No, no, no. I, I I'm fine with him jettisoning, and I, I just didn't like the way it happened. And like there should for me, it seemed like there should have been a little bit more 
um, story about this because they made such a big deal about about him becoming like the last Green Lantern and, and everyone's gone and all this other stuff. And it, he literally in this issue um, used his willpower to will himself back into existence and then he used i guess the power of the gauntlet which is supposed to be everything uh that the green lanterns had all the power they had to form one single ring and then he basically just leaves the gauntlet on this planet and flies off reborn as the green lantern and he leaves his coat isn't he going to be cold out there in space no now <laughs> No. So what happened to the gauntlet? Is it so? So this police officer just left an atomic bomb on this planet, just laying there. But if it's used up, I don't, but he would have said that. Like nothing in there said that he used he used it up. He just forged a ring and then was like, okay. And then the, one of the best things I liked about this book as is it cemented is, is it cemented Sinestro's uh, yellow uh, core his Sinestro core as I guess the police force that of the, the galaxy that was what the yeah the and yellow. i loved that part because we finally get to see what colin bunn has been doing in the sinistro series like sinistro has finally done it he he is they're, they're at the center where oa used to be and they war world is there like he is he is basically the grand marshal of all of he Spain, did what the, the green lantern corps can never do well but now tal jordan is going to be is going to be a usurper and I, so i liked that i liked that just the position, just the position of, of like of like um, great uh, Sinestro being in power, and now Hal Jordan having to rebuild. Like I like, I like where this is going. I just didn't like how it was handled in this issue. It just seemed like it was really rushed. Um, Ethan Van Syver's art. I don't know what was going on, but some of the proportions were really weird. Um, I don't know. Just something about this just left me cold. And I and I was a huge Green Lantern fan, you know. And I just something about this issue just. Left me a little cold. Well, so. we'll definitely be re reviewing the real number one. Maybe yes. that'll change your mind. What did you think about it? I think as a new reader, I think it's good because they don't have to go back and read all that shitty stuff that you and I tried. Yeah, okay. And they did do a really good job of recapping. If a new reader wanted to pick this book up, strictly on the basis of never have re never reading anything about Green Lantern, this would be a great place. Because they don't need to know all that history that went on. They don't need to know. They did a really good job of recapping who he is, what he's been through. They introduced a little bit of the different color lanterns, which I guess now matter. Um, Except the red ones. Right. Well, the red are doing something else. I love the fact that Wonder Woman, Superman, and Batman were in it. Ew. Um, I have Ivan, to, Reis, Ivan Reis art. I have to agree with you Ivan that uh, the art in places was a little wonky. But overall, it was a good start. If you've never read it, if you have been reading it, it really didn't do anything new. No. So well, the number one, we'll see. We'll see if the number one changes that. Now, on to a book that I really enjoyed and was very skeptical about it at the beginning. I was like, I don't know, because I really enjoyed what they did with the character. I think this is one of the successful characters of the New 52 was uh, Dick Grayson. And we're going to review right now uh, Nightwing Rebirth number one. Now, I loved, 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 loved. And I, I loved what happened with him. I loved after he... Um, his identity was revealed. I loved all that. I loved all the stuff he with Spiral. Spi yeah. I love when he became Agent 37. It just, all that stuff was just really good because I like spy thrillers. Like, I like that. And I thought that that was a natural progression for 
for him to go after he um, lost his secret identity and his and all and he was out that he was Nightwing and all that stuff like that. So I loved I loved those issues. So for me at first I was like, oh, they're going back. They're going back. They're backtracking. They're backtracking. Is this one really necessary? I know there's people wanted backtrack backtracking of of various characters, but I wasn't sure if Nightwing was necessary. But for this issue, which was different than than uh, Green Lanterns, is it's this one seemed to make more sense in its narrative of why he is going right. back to Nightwing. So this is Nightwing Rebirth. The writer was Tom Seeley. Uh, the artist was Yannick Paquette. It's Tim, by the way. Oh, Tim. Sorry, <laughs> Tim Seeley. Sorry. Thank you for. Uh, but I got Yannick Paquette right. And then the colorist was Nathan Fairbairn. The letterer was Carlos Mangal. And the cover artist was uh, Xavier Fernandez and Chris Sematori. And Babstar did the variant cover. So, yeah. Nightwing is back. I loved how he explained his name. That was one thing that really, um, why he chose Nightwing. I really liked that um, he took inspiration from another hero. Everybody yeah, but we knew was, that 20 some odd years ago. But it's good for the character to acknowledge it. And it's good for new readers. Exactly. It's good for it's good for it's good for the character to acknowledge it and it's good for um like you said the reader to acknowledge it because it means that this character so I like when characters are more aware of of other continuity and and the writer is aware of other continuity because it makes the world much more uh, it gives the world much more life, and that's so what they're trying to do in the this new rebirth because they screwed that all up. In the exactly. So with I do miss though the reveal and and the the high collar and the the big yellow oh, wings. About that, the old George that, Perez in the, one in the Teen Titans when he first revealed when Jericho was there and I'm no longer Robin and he says I'm Nightwing and you saw the name how it you know the the title you know yeah. from the comic. And then he he drops his like what was it a trench coat or something and it's that, and then Jericho comes out and I'm Jericho. He doesn't speak though, but you know. Yeah. And he had his gaudy costume. God, I miss those days. <laughs> so you would rather him be in the gaudy costume I than this? That. Well, it's a different era. It, I, I do like this redesign a lot. I, I think it's with really the, good with the gauntlets. Yeah. The weird the weird things on his. On so his the whole forearms. thing about this issue was him and which. I don't know if you read it, but when uh, him and Damien were Batman and Robin, I read it. I love their interaction. I yeah. think it, it makes Damien a little more palatable. Like, yeah, because much. I think that's the problem with people who write Damien is they either write him as a complete and utter shit, or 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 they just don't, or he just doesn't say anything. Because I think people don't know how to characterize him. But I think when he's with Dick. It's that older brother kind of yeah. It's this mentor, mentee, older brother, someone that I can actually relate to because you're not actually my father, but but you are a mentor, right? And I loved them, and I really wish that they would work together a lot more. Everything, every this book hit every beat well between you know. between him, uh, Dick's uh, conversation with Damien till to, to his conversation with Helena, which spun off into Birds of Birds Prey. Birds of Prey. Uh, his conversation with uh, Midnighter and their, what, their, their, their systemies. Systemies. Oh, I like love that. that. It's like, I mean, a this, this, this book, like, I really was very skeptical going into this. But after reading this, I'm like, okay, you know, 
Nightwing is the rebuilder from Krypton. He's the one that can that can be more. He's trying to be more than what Batman can be because Batman is always Gotham first. Yep. And so Nightwing is like, I can be everywhere. I can be the every hero that you can't be. And I liked that. I was like, okay, you know, he's he's big shoes to fill and he's got a lot to tackle, but I enjoyed it. I love the Mad Men right on the first page. Yep. Even if it's one page, I enjoyed it because that is from the old yep. DC Love it. Love the redesign. So, Helena, wow. Um, when you see her in her... Um, her uh, 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 Huntress, Huntress outfit. outfit. Did you notice? It's subtle. But the new... Um, the Her new crossbow on her arm is yep. in the shape of a bat. Yep. I thought that's some great yeah, her, line work. Yeah, her crossbow and then the, uh, the arrows on the other side. No, but did you notice that it's a bat? No, no, I did. I, I, I thought it was it. really cool that... That she's so like compact and just ready to go. So and I'm ass. normally not a Yannick Paquette fan, um, but I think he did a lot of great work in here. There was some line work where the faces were off. Um, I don't know why everyone has to have red noses now. I noticed that in a different comic that we just, didn't review. I think it just differentiates them from the rest of their face. Uh, it's just weird. I think it gives the eyes something more to look at. It's and I just think weird. It's, it's just, I think it's just a visual trick that artists do to like give the page a little bit more to like look it. at. But I really enjoyed Nightwing. I think Nightwing, everyone should pick up. If you are an old fan of Nightwing and you weren't happy about the, the Grayson route, if you were a fan of Grayson, this still has the feel. They explain it. They talk about it. They don't ignore. See, this one is different because it doesn't ignore what has happened in the New 52. Exactly. They're embracing that, but moving on. They did not say how he has Dick Grayson's identity back, though. I think that's what, if I remember correctly, and I need to go back and read the last couple of issues of his um, of Grayson, but it's something that happened when people were doing the mind control. So he basically made people forget who he was. And it was through their whole spiral tech and the and the whole mind control thing. And I think that's how it happened was there was a signal. But when when uh, what's his name? They, they, they referenced it in the comic in which the I can't remember his name. Doctor something or another had their had all the the uh, the the superheroes secret identities and so when when they crashed that server i guess it sent out a pulse that made everyone forget yeah okay. or something to that that's some uh that's some Superboy punching a wall shit right there hey i'm fine with it all right so the next book we're gonna read from the rebirth is new superman number one hyphen made, super made, hyphen man yeah that's how you got to look it up in diamond's database too it's really <laughs> weird so the writer gene luen yang Victor Bogdanovic did the pencils. Richard Friend did the inks. Hi-Fi did the colors. Dave Sharp did the letters. Hi-Fi. Hi-Fi. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> this is DC's, I believe, first attempt at an Asian lead for a book. I'd have to look it up, but I think, I think you're right. Um, And... It's, I'm sure Frank will correct us. It spins <laughs> out of... I'm um, sure Frank will correct us. The Death of Superman. The Death of Superman. Which, if you read The Death of Superman, I don't know where this fits in. I don't know how it fits in. Don't. Uh, that was the thing that killed me. I was like, uh, this book made no sense in where we've already seen him. In Whoa. his... In, in, I don't know if anything – I don't know if Rebirth happened and we're supposed to ignore stuff. They're not ignoring stuff. So uh, for me, I don't – I was reading it going, uh-huh. 
And we already get, like, we don't really get much character layout. We get introduced to two more heroes. And I just, I think they had a lot riding on this. And I don't know if it succeeded. But it's a number one. Give it six issues, it might be an amazing story. But for a number one, if I was not, if I didn't have to read the next issue, I wouldn't. I didn't care. Um, so my mileage varied from yours. Um, I wasn't so hung up on the continuity of this character because they are sort of starting fresh. And yes, it did spin out of a crossover, but I think that was just something to let folks know that, hey, we used Superman's DNA and then we injected it into this Asian kid and now he is... He's not even likable. I mean, I don't know. But I liked that about him. Like the, the he's he's a he's sort of a pseudo bully, but then you find out why he's a bully. He's a bully because the kid's father is part owns an airline and then his his mother died in the airline, so he has a sort of a grudge, and so he's taking it out on this kid. And his father is is a conspiracy theorist, but he's actually right because the people the father. The people, the the Ministry of Self Reliance, which seems so, it seems so like Brazilian, like Brazilian. I mean, from the movie Terry Gilliam's Brazil, it just seems kind of weird. And it's like, so yeah, this kid gets, and there's like a there's a reporter who's sort of like a Lana Lane, Lois Lane. Your name is Laney Lan. So, so one of like, the things they really wanted to do was get the Clark Kent Lois Lane. They wanted to get that feel, that mouth feel of saying names. And oh, yeah. I know it was really hard for them to find the lead's name. Well, but it's f- very... That's what I mean, though. It's very, like, this is your Asian Superman. Yes. Here you go. You know, it's just... I wish they would have did a little bit different with it, you know? In how? Because well, I know you're going to agree with me. But it, I just feel that it just... They should have done a little bit more different. Like, I like... I liked how they did um, Valor in um, Earth 2. The Black Superman. Like, I liked that because he was... You mean organically? Yeah, he was He was Superman, but he was just different enough that it wasn't so much of a mirror, a, a reverse image. And I think this is what we're getting with this character, is it, it really is just a reverse image. Even down to the last page, when we get to see the Chinese Batman and Chinese Wonder Woman, and I'm like, okay, so the Chinese people are trying to make their own Justice League? I mean, it seems very novel, but... I don't know. I just don't know if it's going to have legs. Like, I'm really not sure. And one thing that's really weird about about it, and so Rich was Rich didn't like the um, the art in some places. The art was very inconsistent. I thought the art was okay. From panel to panel, people changed. I thought the art was okay, but the thing that was different was was as the pages go, the kid gets slimmer and slimmer and uh-huh. slimmer. And he gets taller and taller uh-huh. and taller. And I was like, hmm. And then when he gets the powers of Superman. And then Doomsday Superman, shows up again. I know, Wonder Woman. And then, but he gets the power of Superman, and he's like like literally reborn. And I'm like, okay. So so it just seems like if it had been consistent to the time he became Superman and his body was, was morphed and changed, and I could understand. But he's much – he's like really tall. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know. I don't know. I I just don't know where this book is going. Was it a solid number one? Eh, it's it's kind of shaky. I just don't know. I really don't know what to expect. And I think that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. 
because I don't know what to expect. I just, I'm just not sure people are going to stick with it. Like, I really don't know. I really don't know. So, um, but again, your mileage may vary. I, I did not have much of a problem with it as Rich did, but I don't I know. I still think Nightwing is the number one to get this week. I, I definitely agree with that. I so, definitely agree with that. We got 10 minutes. We have more than that. What do you want to do first? Uh, Wonder Woman. You want to do Wonder Woman? I want to talk about Wonder Woman. Frank Cho has left the book, ladies and gentlemen. He <laughs> is done. He walked off the book six issues in. Because Creative of differences. That's all I'm going to say because we don't know both sides. We only know one side. Um, well, I'm going to re- rehash what, what Frank Cho said. Frank Cho said that he had a problem with uh, Greg Rucka. Well, we don't know Greg Rucka's side, so exactly. I'm not going to take any sides. Well, I'm, no, I'm not taking a side. I'm just saying that's what happened. He said that Greg Rucka had an issue with it, and he didn't. He got tired of it, and he left. So I was like, that's that's paraphrasing. And, you know, I'm not going to say one way or the other if anyone's bad or good. It's just... I wonder who's going to take over. But still, when you, you're contracted for 24 covers, you walk out after six. Well, because I guess this guy was just... He was just upset with what was happening. Like I don't, like I mean, he, I don't blame him. It must have been really shitty to get that money up, but whatever. Uh, so this is Wonder Woman number two, but it's actually a number one. Exactly, and that's why we're reviewing it, people. Yes. So this is year one, num- part one, of Wonder Woman number two because they're doing two stories, two different stories a month, which I think is a disservice to this book myself personally because it's showing right there that they have no faith that wonder woman can carry two titles on her own i agree but we're getting two stories so i'm happy i mean i'm happy about it but i do think that it should be two separate separate i agree but unfortunately fans that like to bitch about people not getting two series all you wonder woman fans that like to bitch about it unfortunately don't support it so i support it no i'm not saying you i'm saying there's that's why you're smiling when you're looking at me there's a number of fans out there that like to complain about things and then don't support them when they come out that's so wonder woman does not get a second book yet all right so greg rucka was the writer nicola scott is back doing the art beautiful romalo fajaro jr did the colors jody Wynn did the lettering Hi, Jody. And there are two, of course, covers. Nicola Scott did one, and Frank Cho did the other. I like the Frank Cho cover. I love these Frank Cho covers. He, he draws really her so thick and like imposing, but she's still so soft and beautiful at the same time. I, I'm really going to miss him. So this takes us back, back in the time when Wonder Woman was a little girl. She was a little girl. She was a little girl. She's not a little girl. She's like she's a having she's She is. She has her teenage girlfriend. And she's not like happy. She's the face. She's like, hi. She's uh-huh. like bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. She's like, yay. And then she gets with by a snake. In a magical dead tree on Paradise which they, Island. Which they can't find anymore. Uh-uh. Mm. And then Steve Trevor's there. And then <laughs> Batman and Superman show up and feed her a, a Snickers. Um, (laughs) so what they did in this book is they kind of contrasted Wonder Woman's with, uh, life with Steve Trevor's life. And you get a little bit of background on Steve Trevor and how he's a godfather and, um, to this, to his, one of his friends, one of his friends is this, uh, a black soldier who they, I guess they've gone through all kinds of stuff. And so him and Steve Trevor are really good friends. And so like, the black guy and his wife have a baby and they make Steve Trevor the godfather. And it's just like, I guess it's just showing that all these people, like these two people are destined to meet each other. Um, but they have lives, you know, they have lives that they're going through. I mean, that's what I was sort of getting from this issue because nothing really 
I guess it's just trying to because the reveal at the end when you see that Steve Trevor and his his friend the black guy is killed, which is unfortunate. Um, uh, they crash land on Paradise Island, and like one of the Amazons is like, "We've been discovered," and it's like, "Oh shit," you know. So it's like, okay, so Man's World is impeding impeding on um, Damascara, and I think that's what it was leading up to is like these people came from lives. And they have backgrounds, and now they are converging. That's why that, convergence. What like. That's what it seems like. It's what it seems like that these two seemingly independent people are now converging. Although Wonder Woman, for some reason, because she was bitten by the snake, makes you think that she is the one that's going to be tempted and/or poisoned by uh, by the outside world. Mm. I think that's what 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 it was alluding to when the old woman was talking about a prophecy. We all have. Are, we all have things to to give exactly and i think that's what that with the tree and the witheredness and that i think that's what it was alluding to is, is her being poisoned by this idea of going to quote unquote man's world so what did you think i i liked it i thought it was just a really good first story there's been multiple stories of her in these last couple of years coming out there's the the new legend of wonder woman which retells her origin but it's yep. it's not in any continuity you've got jill thompson coming out with one you had grant morrison's story of wonder woman that one's sort of an elseworlds though so right. i don't really count well, that all one, are. right i mean all three that i just mentioned are so now you have greg rucka who is the architect of yeah he is gonna tie everything together of what you think you knew of Wonder I, Woman. I really hope he pulls this off because he's got some big ass shoes to fill. Yeah, and like I would, if I was him, I'd be like, "Wow, you know, like he literally now is setting the tone and the history for Wonder Woman. Like everything that came before it is is nothing now, and he is literally like, this is this is our Wonder Woman now." And I'm like, "Okay, you know, okay." So unfortunately, we're not going to get to Mayhem and Magic by. Uh, Alex DeCampi and Directly Dennis him. Calero. Right. Uh, we will probably revisit this book because we do want to. I want to talk about it because it had a lot going on. But our last book we're going to review is Civil War II, number three. Dun, dun, dun. The death. Spoilers. I'm about to say it. It's Tony Stark. I can't believe they killed him. I know. I can't either. The death of Bruce Banner. Yeah. Not the Hulk, people. Keep People keep saying the Hulk is dead. The Hulk is not dead. Well, Bruce Banner. No, Bruce Banner well, is I mean, dead. I guess because Amadeus Cho is the totally Amadeus, awesome Hulk. Right. So. And he was killed by, spoilers. Hawkeye. Hawkeye killed him. Well, because Bruce Banner asked him to. You know, Bruce Banner said, hey, um, if I ever turn into the Hulk again, use this to kill me because before I change because I do not want to have, I don't want to hurt anybody anymore. I'm like, okay. You know, going to get some, like, mercy killing going on. Okay. You know, it's just, I don't know about this book. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was, I'm so expecting one thing, and then Mendes does something different, and I'm just like, what's going on, Mendes? Well, I got to say, that's pretty good, because if you're expecting it and it changes, it's not what you were expecting, that's pretty good. Because if not, you'd be sitting here, oh, I knew it was going to happen. But it's stupid, though, because on the cover, you have a Hulk hulking out and Iron Man ripped in half. And then yes. it's like, and then you're like, nope. Completely different. Nope. Different. And that's what was great about the cover because it showed the prophecy. It did not show anything of what's going on inside. It showed the prophecy. And I liked that. It showed the prophecy. That um, Ulysses had. And the naked with no doing hanging out. I'm sorry, Hulk. I feel bad. So what did you think of it? 
I love this artist. He is really giving his all. So, uh, Civil War II, uh, writer was Brian Michael Bendis. Artist was David Marquez. Uh, banner conversion art was Olivia Coppel, which is fantastic. He's going to be doing the new Thor. Unworthy Thor, can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Color artist was Justin Ponsor. Uh, letters was VCs Clayton Close. And the designer was Victor Ochoa. So the cover artist was uh, Marco de Zerzevec. Zerzevec. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they put, they're putting people on the stand because the whole thing is, is told from the perspective of of a courtroom scene because it all happened. And what happened was uh, Clint Barton, Hawkeye, kills Banner because all of the superheroes confront Bruce Banner due to Ulysses' vision. His vision of the of the possible possible future, and Banner's like, "What are you doing? I'm not doing anything." And then Hank's like, "They this invasion of privacy, all this stuff is happening." And it's like, I like that they're kind of dealing with it, and 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 then as Hank's or uh, Hawkeye says, you know, he recounts that. I had a conversation with Bruce Banner. He said to kill him if he's going to Hulk out. I saw his eyes flash. Because I have because, better vision than any of you. I saw it. Yeah. And I shot him and killed him. And so. With two arrows. One to the head, one to the chest. Um, was it two? I thought it was only one. Mm, two arrows. Okay. But anyway. Um, so he kills him. And so. But then they go to, they go to Banner's uh, secret lab. And he has a video diary saying that he asked Clint to do it. So by all means, Clint should be exonerated, but we don't know if it's going to happen or not. Um, yeah, it was just one in his head. I thought one. No, no, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. It was right there and right there. Yeah, so he has chest two. in the head. It was shot. It was in the chest in the head is when he was shot by the arrows. Um, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. It's weird. Um, this took a turn that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. In a comic book. Yeah. Like, Marvel is known for their, ooh, the scroll, they're not scrolls, or, ooh, you know, this is going to happen. But I did not, I didn't expect this to take a courtroom drama. Um, yeah. All of a sudden, goddamn bug, I got it. Yeah, uh, and Tony's all talking about, he assassinated a founding member of the Avengers. And I'm like, whoa, he did. <laughs> yeah. You know, these are all friends. They've all known each other for a very long time, and Hank just killed him. It's just, and people would say cold blood, people say he wouldn't. Euthanasia. I don't know. This I I'm really this is out of all of the events that have happened in the last I'd say five years, this has been the best Marvel's done. Like I really am enjoying what's happening in this and I really hope that they don't crap out at the end because so, the spoiler alert at the end is Friday, who is Tony Stark's new Jarvis, yep. finds out how Ulysses powers how his work. powers work. We find out in two weeks. Yeah, how his powers work. And so I'm like and so which makes me think that is because they Ulysses is showing them a possible future, what is he not showing them? And I think are they is Ulysses leading them down a specific to a specific a specific future or not and it seems like that's what is happening and that's what Tony's going to be like I don't think we can trust this kid anymore because he's leading us into a specific thing that's more worse than what possibly could happen mm -hmm. so I'm really excited and who might be behind it yeah I really hope it's not a who is behind it is it is it I really hope that it's just a 
this is what possibly could happen and we have to like it's like the lesser of two evils do we continue to listen to ulysses and we're in which this comes to a this head or do we just let our stuff go continue to do what we're doing i don't know i it's it's raising a lot of questions which i'm happy about i and i was gonna say this is actually the first two issues i'm like there's really no divide here what what is the divide now you have a divide now you have someone who murdered someone and whose side are you going to be on i like the divide it's like whether you should be proactive or or inactive right but now it actually has weight i mean it had weight before with roadie's death but it really didn't because we even a couple weeks ago you and i were like why is this such a big deal and now i think with this showing the different there are well, clearly two ideas here but the the thing the real quick before we before we uh head out is for me this death unfortunately and people might dis- disagree but i think this kind of oh, they'll, di- they'll, they'll disagree i think this kind of nullifies roadie's death unfortunately really yeah because i roadie could have been disabled or something and then banner like if, if the if the impetus was always to kill banner it should have just been banner to die there was no reason to kill roadie None whatsoever. No. You know, because they could have said, well, we we needed Rhodey's death to motivate Tony to find to, to we needed Rhodey's death to motivate Tony to go and kidnap Ulysses to map his brainwaves. No. Rhodey didn't have to die for that. Rhodey nope. could have been disabled, put in a coma or something, like She Hulk ha- what happened to She Hulk. He did need to die for that. So that in that instance, for that that thread, I'm not ex- that narrative I'm not exa- I'm not happy with. I think it's interesting that that we people were all freaking out because she hulk was the one that they all thought was going to die because she's on a cover coming up um i think marvel did a great job of steering people not knowing so i'm waiting for she hulk to wake up and realize her cousin's dead and for her to hulk out that's what i can't wait for <sighs> so i'm hoping that happens in like issue six five that or would six be amazing and she just like freaks out and like, she kills wouldn't that be cool if she killed ulysses she rips his head off or she kills uh hawkeye <laughs> that would be something but he's going to be in the new occupy avengers book so i doubt that'll happen well he could lose he could lose an arm that would be funny <laughs> she rips his arm off <laughs> anyway. you're never going to shoot a bow again rip <laughs> i'll use my toes. wait a minute didn't she already do that who killed she hulk no no, no she She-Hulk, Hulk killed vision yes when she went crazy because who of killed Scarlet hawkeye nah, i don't remember uh, who I don't know. See, and that's the thing. Everyone's bitching that everyone's dead. We talk about people that come back all the time. It's comic books. I'm actually kind of fine with Bruce Banner being dead for a while. Seriously. You would think, like, it shocked me when he died, but I was like, okay, this is a death that I can accept. <laughs> <laughs> like, man. man. Okay. That's so sad. Like, I'm so like, fuck you, you killed okay. Rowdy. It's Bruce Banner. Like, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he's dead. All right, people. All right, everybody. So thank you so much for tuning in to our uh, sixth issue of our miniseries fourth issue of our miniseries fourth issue of Ooh, our sixth issue miniseries i know it's been a it's been a long day since only been 30 minutes and as always a special thank you to our sponsors because without them we really wouldn't have a show so i want to give a special thanks to club card printing they're the ones that help us do all of the fantastical prints that you see in our palm cards and if we ever do posters we're going to get them done there so if you're in the san francisco area or if you have a computer check out clubcardprinting.com we also want to thank Gene Gill Met. He does all the amazing artwork for the show. You can check him out at rltpress.com. 
yes, Gene, I, I, and I don't take it personally that Rich is always trying to kill me. So, <laughs> also want to give a special thanks to Terry Miller. She is the mistress of the mix board and makes all those lovely sounds that you hear uh, during the Geek Chat. Also want to give a special thanks to our major sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at 548 Castro Street in San Francisco, located between 18th and 19th. Check us out online at whateverstoreonline.com and on Facebook under Whatever Store. Um, I'm Desmond. I'm Rich. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Geek Chat. Geek Chat. Geek Chat. Geek Chat.